Alright, it's been a few days out, had a busy weekend, but I'm back on here to talk about one case that came out May 1st, 2017, just recently, and it's addressing protective sweeps on motor vehicle stops of a motor vehicle. And basically, I hate to report to everybody, but we're sticking with the original case law. Nothing has really changed. I'm going to read a little bit of excerpts from the case, but nothing has changed as we've addressed State versus Lund and Michigan versus Long, which is adopted by New Jersey, which seemingly goes hand in hand with State v. Lund's ruling and what it takes to do a protective sweep of a motor vehicle on a motor vehicle stop. Now, basically, I'm going to, I'm going to read to you the case a little bit here. I took some notes, highlighted some stuff that I thought was important to give you guys. Um, and again, this came out May 1st. After observing a traffic pattern, he considered unsafeness in an area associated with drug activity. Officer, it's CECI, I'm guessing it's Chechi, conducted a motor vehicle stop. Basically, what happens is he stops this car. Uh, there's four people in the car. I asked the, asked the driver for his license. He misidentifies himself and says that his license was suspended. All right. Then he provides a registration insurance, blah, blah, blah. Officer Chechi was advised by the dispatcher defendant and, Harold, and, and Henderson each had outstanding uh, an outstanding warrant, and the defendant was known to carry weapons. Now, at this point, Officer Chechi and and the knowledge of these people are now known to to uh, have weapons. This may have given enough reason to carry frisk this car or a protective frisk for weapons in the car. But what happens is is they end up taking everybody out of the car, handcuffing them, and calling for three other officers and a sergeant to arrive on the scene. So you have an officer, three guys, and handcuffed defendants. Does it look like at any point these people are going to be able to reach back into the car and now find a gun? And the answer is that, no, they've controlled the situation. So I'm going to uh, kind of skip ahead a little bit here and just talk about what the court said. He said, although the circumstances gave rise to a reasonable suspicion that there was a weapon in the vehicle, the five officers, swift and coordinated action eliminated the risk of that if any of the four occupants would gain immediate access to the weapon. Long, in the court's opinions in London, Gamble defined the standard for a valid protective sweep in an automobile following motor vehicle stop. The state must present specific and articulable facts considered with the rational inferences from those facts warrant a belief that an individual in the vehicle is dangerous and he or she may gain immediate control of weapons. All right, so how are you going to explain when you have four people in handcuffs and five cops on scene how somebody's going to gain control of weapons inside a car, authorizing you to go in and begin a protective sweep. Now, what happens is the cop goes in, he sweeps. And if you're watching a video and you're the cop, look, it's just a learning experience, you know. How do we prevent things like this from happening? Basically, we, we read case law. You watch these videos. I'm going to make sure you guys don't screw up. And this wasn't a screw up. It's a good job. Don't get me wrong. I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking you, brother. Um, great work, um, you know. But maybe somebody told you protective sweeps were okay. They're junk. I never even engaged in them. I think they're garbage. For me, they'd have to be really, really ultimately necessary where I'm like losing control of a scene uh, before I would go and I wouldn't go into a car, honestly, without probable cause or consent or a warrant under just about any circumstances. Uh, I do like vehicle document searches when you have a rental vehicle and you can't find the rental agreement. But outside of that, I, I wouldn't advise for anything else to be going into cars without those four things. But anyway, here's what happens. The protective sweep ex uh, exception in the automobile setting does not, uh, does not turn solely on the potential presence of a weapon in a vehicle. Instead, it addresses the immediate danger to police when a driver or passenger will be permitted to access to a, uh, access to a vehicle 
that may contain a weapon or may be in a position to evade or overpower the officers at the scene. Standard governs uh, that this appeal. All right. So it says here, there's no doubt Officer Cece's concerns that the defendant Henderson could be armed were justified, but Officer Cece or Chechi addressed that potential danger when prompt and affectionate action was taken while the officers arriving on the scene. So what does that mean? If you're by yourself or you're going to let somebody reach back in the car to get their documents, yeah, you can do a protective sweep if you think they're going to go for a gun. I wouldn't be letting people do that. Um, if you think you got something going on, go for consent, call a canine, try to figure something out. Don't be searching cars. That courts do not like this. They're not into protective frisk document searches on the state versus Boykins. You know, we talk about this. You're going into a car to do a document search and you got a friggin' MDT that tells you who owns the vehicle. I mean, I could, you know, I've seen it in court. I've seen it happen. Not that I'm at every court, but I've, I've, I've been taught. I've read the transcripts. Okay. Uh, officer, you went in the vehicle to look for a registration card to figure out who owned the vehicle, correct? Do you have an MDT in your car? Yeah, I do. You see where this is going? It's not going to work out. If you don't know what you're doing, you need to search a car, come to the training. Ask somebody who knows. Ask the guy in your agency that know that's out there ripping cars all night. Ask him or her, because there are hers out there doing the same kind of stuff. So uh, if you guys have questions about this, I'm going to attach the link. You can read the case on it. It just reaffirms the things we've talked about already. Um, and that's pretty much it for today. So, again, it's just about the knowledge, getting smarter than people out there. And making sure you guys don't screw up. And you don't want to get a gun suppressed. It's suppressed. Gun's gone. It's suppressed. Now, you got it off the street. Wonderful. But it's suppressed. Just take the extra step. You know, know a little bit more. And now you wouldn't get that gun suppressed. So, with that being said, have a great night, guys. I'm going to definitely get back on here tomorrow. And I'm starting a YouTube channel today. I'm working on it. And I'm going to be doing more on Instagram as well. So, if your friends who are not on Facebook or want to check things out on YouTube, I will be doing YouTube videos and street cop training. See you.